Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you? <laughs> good. Hi. Where is everybody today? Oh no, it's just me today. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John. Hey. Good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> well, you sound good. You got a microphone? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm always on this computer cool. now. I used to love flying around, but. Now I I love my little DJ studio, so it works works out good. You can barely see it; it's kind of here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I have that same mic, but I can never get it to work. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a godsend for sure. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> you can definitely tell if someone's using their webcam mic versus an actual professional mic. I know. Yeah, it's the same sure. with my podcast. I can't even believe it sounds like that. That doesn't even sound like me. You know, when you have a mic. It just sounds like you know what know got that. me addicted to it. Ben? Huh? So, so what, what it got me addicted to was um, when Facebook asked us to create a podcast with them, uh -huh. um, and we called it "But Does It Sell Cars?" Right. And they flew Coleman Craddock Wills out from Austin, Texas, to DC, and we went to a professional podcast uh, called Georgetown Podcast Village. And that was my first time really doing a podcast, quote unquote, professionally. And, you know, they had all you had, you had the headset on and the fancy yeah, yeah. microphones. And um, when it was all done and, and we saw the final version uh -huh. that night, I bought a microphone that night. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely uh, uh, leveled yeah. up your game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Well, welcome. Okay, so um, just in the conference room, are we waiting for anybody else? No, everyone's pretty busy upstairs. Are so they? I think, okay. busy. I think it's going to be a lot of it. Okay, all right. Well, that is fine with me. Um, let me see what's going on in the chat here. Okay, cool. All right, Um, so we got Laura, Haley, Mason, Eric. Everybody else is tied up. And Mark, of course, can't forget Mark. <laughs> All right. Um, well, today uh, I'm going to get into a area of prospecting, which is going to be um, why buyers are going to want to come in and see you. So I pulled some recorded calls and I'll play a couple of those, um, but it's going to help us just sort of refocus our energy on what we bring to the table, why people are going to move forward and do business with us. So we've gone through, like last week we did B-backs. Of course, that slides right on into like that type of call, that type of follow-up, um, why people want to come back into the store. So I'm going to hit up a little area of that today as our lesson. And then in the previous classes, we've, hold on, let me just hit the mute. I'm not sure what that is. Um, but in the previous classes, we also did a lot of, um, uh, creating, you know, just a guide, a plan for making those calls to service customers, looking to exchange them out of their vehicle, lease maturity calls. Um, I'm looking for high interest rates since the rates are high, but not as high for the people with high interest. <laughs> and then I'm also looking for certain people. I'm targeting people that have the cars that we want in our inventory. Um, and of course, you know, there's a million other reasons why we would call somebody, but keeping with the theme of contacting customers today, um, I'm looking to uh, share some insights on why people are going to want to give you guys a shot. So I'm going to look at three areas. 
I'm gonna ask you guys to get involved today and tell me like why customers are coming in to see you specifically, the store and the brand and all doing the separate activities. Then we'll listen to some recorded calls and we'll see where we can slide some of that info that we talk about into those conversations. Um, but before that, um, we're gonna do our objection first. And then I have our guest speaker, John McAdams, who's on now, and he's gonna share some insight on social media. And so he's got about 15 minutes or so with us today. And so we're going to start in on the objection and then I'll introduce you to John uh, in just a moment. Okay. So, you know, we've got this big old list of stuff over here. <laughs> and here's the one that we're on now. We're on the one in bold. So today's objection is I want to do, oops, I got trigger happy. I want to do everything over the phone. I never go into the store to buy a car. The good news is, is like you guys are totally armed and prepared for that customer. However, uh, some sometimes in some stores that I go into, they change their minds all the time. The store that I was training on before you guys today, they are now at this point where they don't even want to give numbers on the phone right now. It is so crazy. It's just, you know, because the circumstances change and I think availability changes and, um, you know, people just change their minds about what they do and what they don't do uh, in the sales process. But anyways, um, so there's two um, approaches to this situation. Is it an objection or is it like a plot to move forward? I always think it's a thing that helps us move the deal forward. And so we got to be prepared for both. You know, you guys, I'm sure will do, well, I know you do, you know, everything uh, remotely. And I think that that's almost becomes on topic for today, a value add and doing business with you. So I'm just going to show you both. I put them up on the screen and then I'm going to turn this on you guys um, and have you guys give me your difference of opinion. Now, don't use all the ones I got on here. I want to hear what you guys come up with that's a little bit different um, that you uh, could share with me today. So we'll do like a little bit of a role play. So customers like, oh, you know, I don't want to come into the store and um, maybe they're far away. Who knows? Um, uh, but I want to do everything remotely. And of course, I'm going to say, here's my response back. Of course, I'm happy to help you with this. We could start by reviewing payments, all the terms, upload your vehicle pics and info so we can get true numbers. And if all the numbers look good, is this a vehicle you want to move forward on? For me, it's that simple. I really just want to figure out like a way to move this forward as quickly as possible. And so that's my that's my comeback. Now you guys look at mine and I could ask you this question, what would you do differently? But then I'm also looking for you to give me something different than what you see on the screen. Okay, now for the people that are like, we don't do deals like that. I'm going to say, oh, I'm happy to help you with your car purchase. Do you know what's going on in the car market right now? You know, this is impacting how we sell cars right now with the shortage of inventory and the limited availability, you know, it poses the question, you know, do you know what's going on in the market? Of course, I not everybody knows, but I think most people do by now, or they'll be living under a rock. Um, I'm also going to ask them about their trade. Are you trading in a vehicle? Are you going to be financing with us? All of these factors, you know, deserve proper attention. And this is why we set reservations. So our team can set time aside for you just so everything is easy and clear. What am I doing? I'm giving them like value. I'm giving them a reason. I don't really want to say no, but I'm really trying to make sure that it makes sense to them. Um, and I'm going to go after the trade. I'm 
going to go after financing. Um, so we want to be sure that you get a chance to meet everybody in person here um, so that we will know all of your resources, including our service team. We always want you to feel comfortable with us, never unsure, like who can help you with any of your vehicle needs? What's your day look like today? Of course, I'm ending in a question that moves the deal forward, the conversation forward. So either way, it gets us thinking about how we're going to handle customer scenarios. And so let me put this, let me, um, let me put this back on you guys. So um, how about Mason? You want to jump in there on this one? Sure. All yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Well, in regards to like, like which part exactly? I think the easy one is the first one. You know, I think the more challenging one is when we really want them to come into the store. You know, we really don't want to do it remotely. Um, so the easy one, of course, I well, let's take it. Let's take it from the number one first. And uh, for me, I gave you my simple one. But what's missing here, Mason? What would you add? Well, definitely. I mean, what I mean, what I like about it is that you definitely just got to kind of fall into it at first. Like you, like you can't like push them back. Like I think people who just tell people like, no, we don't do things mm -hmm. on the phone. Like that's just tacky. Yeah. Um, it's old school. And it's like, it, I don't know. It's just like, you don't want to fight the customer. Like it's just not like a good experience at all. Um, so definitely like ease into it, but definitely like really just press to get as much information as possible. I guess like at that point, like, like, yes, I totally understand. You want to, you want to see the numbers. That's perfectly fine. What is it exactly about this vehicle that's attracting you to it in the first place? You know, what features are you looking for? Because at the end of the day, even if the numbers make sense, if it's not the car that you want, all this was just a big waste of time. Yeah. You know, not training anything in, you know, are you looking to, you know, what, what do you like about your car now? What are you looking at? What are you looking at now? Um, don't, don't forget, here's the objection. I want to do everything over the phone. I never go in the store to buy a car. How are you going to respond? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'd love to knock out everything, at least as much as we can remotely, you know, um, where, where are you calling in from? Um, I'm, I'm calling from Minnesota. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obviously, it's hard for you to kind of, you know, come in here being in Minnesota. Um, so, I mean, yeah. And again, like moving back to, you know, like, what are you driving right now? Um, um yeah. So I'm, I'm actually going to be trading in. And so I need to get value. I need to get a value on my trade too, but I have a, a 19 Telluride. Okay. Awesome. I mean, we take in all vehicle makes models years. It doesn't matter. Um, what I'd love to do is shoot you, shoot you a text message. And if you could please, you know, reply, reply with, you know, like the VIN and miles of your car. And if you wouldn't mind even just taking a few pictures around the vehicle, just so I can see, cause I know you can't bring your car in here. You know, so if I could at least, you know, get a couple of pictures just to verify the overall like condition of the vehicle, I'd love to knock out an appraisal for you um, just to give you a good idea of where we stand in that regard. Look, I like I like this because you're telling me what you can do and you're trying to move the deal forward. So for me, I was like, yeah, look, you know, let's get started by looking at numbers, you know, because I know everything's going to boil back to the numbers. And I think people get shocked when they see the numbers. So I want to start with the numbers. I want them to see the terms and then, you know, uploading the pics and the info so that they can see the numbers. You know, if everything looks good, can we go forward today? Yours is like, hey, I need you to snap photos. Hey, I need you to send these to me. Hey, I'm going to send you a text right now. Let's get the party started. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, all of these things, I think, embrace the, the, this is what they want to do. Let's move forward. You guys also have your digital retailing tools. You know, I would encourage you guys to use those with customers like this, because look, if 
if they're if you're gonna have them upload pictures and all that stuff, I'd like to have them like uploaded into a central location that syncs with your your DMS so that there's no duplicate entry. Are you guys with me on that? Yeah. Okay. Now so making it easy on them too, be like, be like, I want to do this remotely. Great. We've been doing that since day one. I love that. Yeah, we've been doing we've been doing remote deals for the last three years. In fact, do you know what you guys used to do that I haven't heard in your recorded calls in a while? You guys used to lead because you guys used to get a ton of calls from out of the market. So then you would you'd immediately have your transportation costs ready to rock and roll. Do you remember that? Do you want to ship your car in cover encased or open? Which one is better for you? That was your closing question. Do you remember that one? Do you want to spend two dollars a mile or do you want to spend four dollars a mile? Exactly. How are we shipping this thing to you? Um, you know, and I think that also helps that in this scenario too, is to remember what you can do for people. Um, and I agree with you, Mason. A lot of times people will be like, no, 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 I don't want to roadblock them. I want to embrace, you know, moving forward. Now, what about, what about, um, and what about the harder one where you like, let's just say, you know, your store's like, nope, we're not doing this anymore. You know, they got to come in, they got to come in, but you don't want to tell them no. So how are you going to respond to that? And, and, you know, if Mason, if you want to go ahead with that one, that's fine. Or if somebody else wants to jump in on this one, that's fine too. Fine. I mean, it's really just, we, we just have to figure out based on the conversation, like what is it that we need that can bring them in? Like a, like a, an actual call to action, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we talk about, like meetings a lot. Um, so, I mean, I mean, I mean, trades are, trades are always kind of like an easy thing to kind of fall back on. Like, I would love to take, like, like, I would love to get your info just so that way I can at least have like information for your trade in our system. Like, when can you actually bring your vehicle in here so I can, you know, verify the condition and everything of your vehicle. And, you but know, if the customer saying, no, I don't want to come in there. I don't want, they're saying, no, I don't want to come in there. I'm not going to come back and be like, oh, you got to come in here. I need I to come up with something else that uh, makes them feel like, dude, I should totally come in there. <laughs> like have you ever driven one uh, like obviously like experiencing the vehicle as well like yeah. you know like getting an idea if they've ever seen it felt it touched it like i know you're in the market for this and i know you're driving this but i mean have you ever seen it for yourself yeah you know but it's, it's just really it's just really important to us that you know this is the vehicle for you and i understand that you know i understand that you you want to see you want to get into like an idea of like what your finances will look like as soon as possible um but i mean what do we got to say you know like when can you come in here and actually experience the vehicle for yourself Okay. All right. That's one technique. So Eric, what's another one that you would plug in here? If your store is saying, no, we can't do this anymore. And I want to come in here and I want to, I want to redirect the conversation. Where am I headed? I mean, if, if, if that's the conversation, I'd be like, well, like, why, why would we tell a customer that that's, that's my train of thought. Like, why would we tell them, Hey, you know, you can't come in here or no, or no, we don't do that. You know, we want to find a way to, you know, no one wants to hear no, everyone wants to hear a yes. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm going to just shift this conversation just slightly, but I think that sometimes people put their guard up and they're like, I don't want to come in there. I just want to see everything over the phone. And I think that sometimes, you know, if, especially if they're local in the market, it, to me, it triggers a thought of, I need to bring something more to the table. This person needs to hear something more from me that they didn't hear already about like why people choose to do business with us. So I'm assuming that this customer probably never did business with you if they're saying stuff like this. 
So in just kind of transitioning, even into our lesson today is giving people a reason to want to come in and do business with us off the top of your head. If I was to think in, the, in this zone, I'm in this mood. You know, I want to just, I want to snap back with something that gives them a better reason to want to do business with us. They never worked with us before. What would you say that is? I mean, I would, I would actually do a video to yourself. I would do a video of the dealership. Like here's, here's our store. It's been here 16 years. We're a family owned business over four generations. I've been here 12 years. You know, this is, this is what's changed in Mercedes Benz technology. This is the new features from what was and what is now, you know I mean? And then it just gives them a better understanding be like, okay, I'm dealing with a professional. This guy actually shot me a video of his face and his dealership told me about the store and everything. The dealerships didn't do that. I feel more confident in buying from this person. And now I know that the transaction can move a little bit smoother. I, I, I really feel like that's a really good part card to play. You know, now you're now you're building up equity in the organization and the way that you do business. Um, because I was, you know, just working with your ser service team. You know, one of the things that I love and that squashes one of their biggest objections, which is three weeks to get an appointment. What are you crazy? And it's like, oh, well, we have a mobile service. So as soon as this customer triggers, hey, I like to do things at home. I want to work this out. I don't want to come in there today. Um, of course, we're happy to do that. And in fact, you might not know this about us, but drop the bomb on Jermaine and the history and you and your history. And by the way, when you're servicing your car with us, I don't know a single dealership that does um, has a um, has a remote technician that will come out to your home and make it very easy for you. So we always try to make things simple and easy for our customers. And now I'm just backing up like this is what we do. And it's even further that when you buy your car from us, we'll come out and service your car in your driveway. I mean, hello, this is what this customer wants, right? That's added value. All right. Um, thank you guys. Okay, good. Let's switch gears. So chapter two, John McAdams. He is a friend of mine. And by the way, did you check out his video? This is a, just a thumbnail, but um, he's got the hand up. <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> I love that. Video tips. <laughs> yeah. um, well, let me just introduce John. He's with Social Dealer. He's a vice president. He's been a friend of mine. He used to work for dealer.com or dealer on, dealer on a long time ago. Um, but he's going to share a little bit today about branding through social media. And uh, I'm going to just turn it over to him. Hey, hey, Jen, how you doing? Good, thanks. Hey, um, really quick, right? So um, you guys and gals may or may not know, I, I was an e-commerce director for a top 25 dealer group. And I was a general manager and I sold cars and was a sales manager. So I've been doing this a long time. But one of the one of the greatest things that you can give people when they don't want to come in is their time back. Right. You got to give them their time back. So if over the phone they want to accumulate as much information as possible, do that. So that, and then tell them you're doing that so that when they get to the dealership, you're going, you value their time. It's very important to you that their time is well managed at the store so we can get you in and out quickly. Let's gather as much information as we can now, right? So you can spend the least amount of time here and get to driving the, the vehicle of your choice later, right? It's the time more than anything else when it comes to all of this for everybody. It, money obviously comes into play, but it's always time, right? Time it's always time. Yeah, it's just like when we do deliveries, when we know a client's going to come in, we have everything submitted, approved, all 
of our preliminary paperwork printed out. And so when they come in here, they just sign our portion and they get to with one of the finance guys. And then our delivery specialist standing by too, just let them know that way and take them down to service, show them where they'll be dropping their car off, getting their tires filled, things like that. Just kind of adding more value, but also if they're in the area, when they get, I mean, if they live in, you know, like a couple hours away or if they're in the area, you never know. They know where to come in. They know who to see if you're not there or whichever. Yeah. 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 It's key. Right. I use a principle called C squared, confirm and clarify. Right. So you ask me a question. I'm going to confirm that question back to you and clarify any outstanding issues that they, or questions they might have so I can push that deal forward. Right. So if they ask you a question, Always confirm and clarify that question. Make sure you didn't under, misunderstand it, first of all, right? And and if that's the only questions that they have today to move that deal forward, right, then we can move forward, right? We just got to confirm and clarify that and, and kick it forward. So that's just my two cents for, for what it's worth, right? Um, but actually, uh, Jen, can I grab your screen share for oh, a, yeah. a quick second? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, and I did the wave, right? Yeah. By the way, it, it does work. Uh, it works very, very well. Um, you know, when I was doing my BDCs a while ago, um, you know, these little tidbits that Jennifer puts together hundred percent work, right? So I'm going to share with you something, uh, pretty cool here. Uh, I'll just share my screen. Um, I'm not going to do a PowerPoint purgatory. I, I promise you. Can you guys see my screen? Yeah, we can. Cool. All right. So so today we're going to talk about how to use social media to really brand yourself, right, at the dealership level, right? Um, a long time ago, maybe not as long as we think, you know, social media did not exist for automotive sales professionals, car salespeople, to really brand themselves and drive their own traffic. But you can see by the stat at the very top of that screen, sales reps who use social media outsell their peers by 78%. Drop the microphone, done. There's no reason why we wouldn't do that, right? Like, like there's nobody on this call that'd be like, no, I want to fight that. There's, it's not like we outperformed by 10%. We outperformed by 78%. And it doesn't mean we need to do all the channels that you see on the screen, but you should engage in the ones that you're most comfortable with because when you're comfortable on the, those channels, you're going to get the results you need. Now, think about this. This is about branding yourself to drive more traffic to you to help you sell more cars for the dealership, right? That's really what we're talking about here. How do I consume more traffic? How do I get more leads so that I don't get skated down the road somewhere? Like they come to me, it's a captive audience. I set the appointment. I do the demo. I do the test drive. I do the close and they're burning gas, right? So one of the first things that you can do is really create your own personal website. Right now, you have to go through the Jermaine group and your employer, make sure that this is what they want to do. But this is how some very, very successful automotive sales professionals are doing today to drive their own traffic and leads. They just go out and they build their own website for their own branding. Right. Because I need to land somebody. We're going to talk about social media and where to land some of that traffic. I need to land them on a website to learn more about you. Why would I do business with Trent or Derek versus somebody else selling my same brand in my market? right? It gives you the ability to personalize yourself, right? You're all branding yourself at the car dealerships. Back when I was selling cars, yes, it was a long time ago, social media did not exist. But when we branded ourselves, we brought business cards to the local restaurants, to the local delis, to the local events, to the local bars. We met people and we handed out our business cards. That doesn't exist as much today. 
but social media does, right? So really just think of a way to brand yourself on your own websites to drive as much traffic to your to yourself as you can. Remember, you can personalize it with images and videos and stuff about you. You can put your inventory, new and used specials on there. Why wouldn't you? If, if you happen to really love this particular used vehicle that just came in on trade, why wouldn't you market it? Because you know you can sell it. Or if you happen to be the, the, the G-Wagon aficionado and that's your thing, put that on there, right? Whatever your flavor is, go for it, right? And what about all those fantastic customer reviews and recommendations that you get? Yes, they can go on the dealer's website where they belong and all the review sites. But what about you? If you're doing a fantastic job, Mark, why wouldn't you just tell everybody how great of a job you're doing, right? So they know to come back and do business with you. And then set yourself a little bird dog, what I call a referral marketing method, right? Refer you, Have your friends refer you and their family refer you to have more business done, right? Remember, you drive them back to the website. Now you're there. They know about you. By the way, if people see you online before they meet you, you have a greater chance of selling that car for more gross because they're afraid to negotiate with somebody they know, right? It's easier to negotiate with a stranger. Maybe I'll never see him again. But if Mark and I were going to you know, buy a vehicle, sell a vehicle together, and we were really good friends, it's going to be harder for me to negotiate with Mark to buy that car at a discount because I know Mark. I'm going to see Mark next week, by the way. It's harder to do that, right? And get that personalization done for sure. Remember, you get your inventory on there. Remember, you need to drive a, you need to drive traffic and leads to make these things work. You just can't say, I've got a Facebook page, call me, I sell Mercedes-Benz. That won't work. But if you have more of these things in place where people know about you, you're personalizing it to you, you're driving your own people and your own friends and your own referrals back to your website, you have a greater chance of setting that appointment and having them come in and do business with you than if you just hand them a business card while you're out at Home Depot or at a, or an event somewhere, right? Yeah, the, the, the business card goes in the pocket. You may or may never get a phone call from them. The refer a friend feature is fantastic, right? You can give people some money if they refer you a friend. Who wouldn't give somebody $100 if I can make 5000 on the front and back end of a Mercedes-Benz tomorrow? I'll give, you, I'll give you $200. I'll give you $500, right? It's a numbers game in the car business. And we need to keep that in mind. One thing I... I talked to Jen about this before we talked about doing this for, for the team was if I went back into the car business again, what as selling cars, what would I do? I would do this all day long, twice on Sunday, because I would drive my own traffic to myself. If I, want, I was a 30 car guy. So if I want to sell 30 or 40 cars a month without taking a fresh up, I would come here. Right. This is what I would do. We could also have the dealership use marketing dollars to drive traffic back to us. But there's no saying that lead's going to go to you because there's 15 people on the floor, round robin, right? But if I want the traffic all to come to me, we just need to be smart about that, right? So now when now how do you use social media to help you? You could have a Facebook page, you could have an Instagram page, you have a Pinterest page, you have a TikTok page, you have an Insta you could have all those, right? And I suggest that you go to the channels that you like the most and use them, but you need to still drive people somewhere. And what if you ran paid ads? Is anybody at the dealership today personally running paid ads on any social media channel? So would you invest $100 a month to drive traffic to yourself and nobody else on the floor if you knew that traffic was going to come to you, you set the appointment, they come in, they demo, and you close them? So, Jen, you said, wow. Wow. You sound really good on this pod, on this thing. 
I invested in myself and I spent $129 on a Yeti microphone. <laughs> I invested in myself. I would invest in myself. If I was running and running sales again at a car dealership. I'd invest somewhere between a hundred and $300 a month, maybe even five, depending on my brand. And I'd, I would boost some posts that I did and I'd run paid ads for highly targeted ads for people in market to buy Mercedes myself. Right. What does that do? That gives you the ability to drive all that traffic back to you. I want to be clear. I'm not saying you should take it away from the dealership because they will continue to market no matter what, no matter what that dealership will market and spend marketing advertising dollars all day. This is about you, your brand, your ability to drive your own traffic and create your own destiny. Because I believe that a salesperson at a car dealership is like a mini franchise of yourself. Kind of like if you want to have, have your own tropical smoothie cafe, you got to kind of buy in, got to put your million dollars up and have all that. You're going to be your own little mini franchise, a dealership inside of a dealership. This is really what this is talking about, right? So if you haven't really explored the opportunity to get on social media and drive organic and paid for yourself, I would, su I would suggest that you start. Honda Pro Jason, 526 thousand followers yeah do you think when this guy posts something yeah. about this honda he gets a bunch of people knowing about him i guarantee it when he does a reel like on the right hand side does he get a bunch of people talking about it i guarantee you he does right it took him a while to get to 526k but it beats zero imagine imagine if you're zero right now you've got no visibility on channels where show of hands Who's not on social media in that in the conference room or Mark? Because I know you're not in there. Who show of hands? You're not on Mark. You on social media? Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you said if you are on social media. Yeah, if you're not, raise your hand. Um, it's okay. I think everyone should be at this point in time. <laughs> right, right. So if we're all on it personally, why would we not use it to our advantage? Right. Let's use it to our advantage. And here's a quick snapshot of what that would look like. This is not written in stone. I just wanted to kind of give you an idea, right? So you, you, an organic post happens. It can go to a dealer's social profile. It can go to your social profile. It can happen all day long. And then if you had your own website, there's a thing called a pixel. I could put a little piece of code on there and I could track everybody who's been to your website and then I could retarget them again. So if they went to Mark Price Sells Cars, I would know everybody who got there and I would retarget them again, right? And then if you were the salesperson, meaning a salesperson connection, if you had an agreement um, with yourself or with a dealer and you wanted to run some paid ads, right? Over here, run paid ads and boosted ads for yourself. And if you, you know, if the dealership says, hey, we're not going to fund you or sponsor that, you know, because that's not a part of our plan, that's okay. Let the dealership go run and do what they're doing down here. But for yourself, for your own franchise, for your own business, for your own W-2 at the end of the year, invest in yourself. A hundred dollars a month is all this it would take to do, right? It's less than you probably spend on Starbucks every day. What's Starbucks? Six bucks a day times five, that's 30 bucks a month. You're, you're 120 bucks a month in Starbucks that we consume, we never get to see again. But what if you invested the hundred dollars in, in in social for yourselves, and that turns into five thousand dollars? Well, go get go get two Starbucks then, <laughs> right? Just get get two of them, right? So kind of keep that in mind as you go through this 
uh, this training with Jennifer, right? And try to figure out how are you going to be the next 30 car person at the store? Is anybody a 30 car person at the store right now? Anybody? No. So, so that's the golden, that's the number, by the way, you're like, whoa, when do I get to be the guy or the gal? 30. That's the number. How do you get to 30? You take a bunch of ups, you fight with a bunch of other people on the floor. You hopefully take a day off and don't get skated or, and, or you just drive all this business to yourself and you use social media to do it because everybody's on social media. So I wanted to bring that to you today. Um, you know, I only had 15 minutes. I'm probably 15 or 16 minutes in, um, but I wanted to also open it up for questions if you had any. And if you ever need me, Jennifer knows how to get a hold of me. Just ask Jennifer and call me, text me, email me, find me on social media. I'm always, I'm always there. I'm following you already. <laughs> what was that? I just started following you, by the way. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, um, I'm telling you, um, you know, if you asked me, and Jennifer knows this, if you asked me two years ago, would you and I be talking about TikTok for car dealers today? I would tell you there's not a shot. I would have been wrong because I'm telling you right now, if you're not, and by the way, there is a gentleman at a Mercedes Benz store, not far from you, that's on TikTok. Mm -hmm. and, and you probably know who he is. And he's ripping off 25, 30 cars a month, right? Like, like clockwork, but he has invested in himself. He calls me all the time. You know, when uh, Clubhouse first came out, he was like, John, get on Clubhouse. Can you help me figure this out? And anybody who wants to figure it out, I'm I'm game to do, right? I'm I'm a really techie, nerdy social guy. Um, and people usually call me and say, Hey, can you help me figure this out so I can, you know, better myself or better my family or better my career? The answer is yes. Um, but you have to you have to have that initiative and the drive to want to do it, right? Because it's not, nobody's going to do this for you. It's you and your social. You just got to get out there and do it. Well, let me ask you this too. So I'm on the BDC team. Do you think it's still, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm guessing your answer is going to be yes, but do you think it's so relevant to, for a BDC rep to have, do this as well? Yeah, uh, my, my answer would be yes, because you probably won't be in the BDC forever, right? I mean, there, you know, that's a place where we start. And then from there, we move to the sales floor. Then we move to sales manager, then general sales manager, then general manager. And then dealer principal, that's just the logical progression, right? I, I, if I was, and I've been in the BDC, I've, I've not only worked in them as a BDC agent, but as a BDC director and obviously e-commerce director, I would do this all day long. By the way, other industries, other industries do it. I mean, everybody, I mean, realtors do it all the time, right? Doctors do it. I mean, literally they do it all the time, but for some reason um, we've, we fail to see the light at the end of the tunnel to invest in ourselves sometimes in the car business, right? I'm here to tell you that this business can be an incredible, incredible career for you. You'll make more money here than if you decided sometimes to venture out and be a doctor. I know, by the way, I know doctors that make less than people, uh, GMs at a car dealer, like seriously, right? But you have to know it from the inside out. And the one thing I can tell you after doing this for 25 and 30 years is you've got to go get it nobody's going to give it to you. It doesn't matter what you're owed or what you think you're owed. You have got to go get it. I remember when I first started selling cars, I showed up, I showed up to an ad. It said 400 bucks a week and a car. And I needed 400 bucks a week and a car. And I rolled up the receptionist said, Hey, go see that guy in the back corner. And I did. And I said, Hey, I'm here for the job. 
And he said, one, I got one question. Do you have a driver's license? I said, sure I do. He says, you're hired. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. And that was the beginning of my, you know, I, when, when, I, when I got to the shark infested floor and the point, all, you know, and you, under, and you understand what that's like. That's when I decided that if I'm going to make a run at this industry, I've got to do it myself because out of the 30 people, they're all looking out for themselves. So true. Right. So, um, so yeah, I, and, you know, Mark, if you're in the BDC, I would strongly encourage you to do it. Right. hundred percent. Yeah, right, right now I'm just, I'm sharing all of our posts that are, you know, our website posts. You know, I'm just trying to share that, but I guess, you know, doing my own content on social media would help, help stand out and develop my own business, you know, outside yeah. of the dealership. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you have a question, Jennifer? Yes, I do. And I does anybody else have any questions first? No, no. So um, Daniel, the GM is on here too. He said in a chat, I don't know if you guys saw the chat, but he thought this was an effing great idea. Um, but my question is, you said it would be, a, you know, try investing $100 in yourself every month. But how do I get started? Like, is this you showed us a couple sites. Like where, what's the first step, John? Like what's yeah. the first step? Like today, what should I do today? Today. So skip step one. At, yeah. Okay. It's a great question. So listen, building a website is going to take you a little bit of time. You want it to be perfect, blah, 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 blah. Listen, yeah. that, that should probably be step two. Although it's a step one. If you want to, if you want to hit the ground running today, this week, you're going to put personal websites on your things to do list. Not to be done next, you know, next year, like to do by the end of this year. And in the meantime, what you do is you make sure you've got a couple of really great channels, Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and Pinterest. I don't care about LinkedIn. I shouldn't say that. That's a, that's a tertiary site, right? Don't worry about the Twitters and the LinkedIn's and all that yet. You could get Facebook, you could get Instagram because they're tied together at the hips, Right. You then get Snapchat, TikTok, and Pinterest because they all of those allow you to do paid specific ads on their channels, right? That's what you do. So I like, okay, so you're going to, they're going to, they're going to figure out how to, and I don't think it's very expensive to create a personal page. It's but free. They, uh, yeah, it's free. On the pages, they have the links to the social media, to their social media channels. They're going to create some content. They're just going to create posts about, not, not okay. always about the same type of post, but stuff that's like maybe about the store themselves, you yeah. know, stuff, right? Yeah. And then, the but the trick, I think you said this, and I just want to circle back on it because I think you're really, you're really on to this, this, right? You said you need to boost the post. You need to boost the post. And, yeah. and I think like you could boost the post for like $10, $20, but you're targeting people in your market. That's what that other Mercedes guy is yeah. doing, targeting, because you can create a target list through Facebook right, and Instagram. And you could, you could create a list of people to go after. They're not even your friends. Yeah. Yeah. So the boost is important, right? A lot of people tell you, hey, don't do a boost, do a paid ad. I'm here to tell you they're wrong. Uh, I can tell you they're wrong. Uh, you could boost for a dollar a day right? A dollar a day. And think about it. Those are people on Facebook and Instagram, by the way, because the boost goes between both who would not normally see your organic post, right? You want to get outside your, your sphere of influence, mm-hmm. put, put five bucks behind it. I've seen some stores put $15 behind a boost and get 3000 more eyeballs within 10 miles of the store, right? Now, can you do a paid ad? Yes. And we're going to talk about that. We'll call that level 201. Today, 
get yourself a Facebook page, which you, which you probably all have. If you want to have a secondary business page not connected to your personal page, feel free, right? Do not try to create a fictitious personal page. Mark Zuckerberg will hunt you down and, and take care of all that, right? Just create a second page, like Honda Pro Jason. It's a business page, mm. right? Mark Price, Mark Price sells Mercedes. It's a business page. Get some content, some walk around, some reviews, some customer customer testimonials, inventory. Yeah. You just took a, a beautiful G-Wagon in on trade. Take some beautiful pictures, take a video, slam it as a post, hit that boost button, give them your credit card, put in $10 and just watch it go. And wow. if it worked really well for you, do it again. Mm -hmm. And the most important part I'll tell you about this is do not make it all car business related. Yeah, I know that's going to hurt my feelings and a lot of other car guys' feelings, but you you've got yeah, exactly yeah. Everybody, it's going to right. This right. is all about selling a car and being part of the community, right? So if there's a parade in town, there's a cool light show in town. That's what they do, they do tons of community stuff, right? That's what it's all about, right? And oh, by the way, hey, who's that guy that sells Mercedes Benz is over in East? And oh, <coughs> Mark Price. I see, him, I see him all over Facebook. The guy's all over the place, right? Um, that's literally how this works, yeah. right? Um, and you guys have all the celebrities that come in. Ooh, no, not the make a wish, US Open, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. just did that charity event this weekend, right? Yes. Yep, and we hold the biggest uh, automotive car show and. And I think the state of Ohio, maybe, I don't know, maybe larger than that. Yeah. I think that's all great. I can, I can see this coming together. Sorry, I got totally derailed there because I, I can see that this is so within reason you could do it today. Yeah, listen, you could do it yourself. You do not need a guy like John McAdams to do this for you, right? If if yeah. if you got to the point where like, hey, I got stuck or I don't know, or can you help me? The answer is yes, 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 oh, right? Awesome. Um, but this is like a DIY thing, right? Like. Everybody has access to Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and Snapchat, right? I just, I'm just here to help you from a business perspective, make it work for you, right? This is, this is well past the personal. This is all about business. And how do I use these channels to drive more traffic to you, your little franchise, so that your store can sell and service more cars profitably, mm -hmm. right? That's literally all this is. You get the um, appointments. Yeah, um, and get the appointments. Well I'm just lastly, I just wanted to point out Daniel's comment in there. And I think I th I'm not sure if he means like an inventory feed, if I'm misreading that, but he's saying you could embed a feed from your IG direct to your website or Twitter. Correct. Yep. So, uh, so your entire new and used car inventory every day can automatically upload it on your, on your page, right? You can yeah, upload it onto your Facebook page. Yeah. You can't take the dealership's inventory feed, but you can take your own inventory. You can take your own IG feed and put it on any website that you do. Correct. Yeah. The reason, yeah. The reason that Brandon and the reason that Brandon, I hired Brandon at Fort Mitchell into, into being a delivery coordinator. And then I oh, gave him, Brandon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I gave him, I gave him the password to our Instagram account. Because at the time, people thought that for some reason Facebook was was better. So I gave him Instagram because he had about eight thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah. The reason that Brand, what you need to also check with Brandon. I just texted him, but check with Brandon. But the reason that Brandon wanted to get into actually selling it was because he saw how little salespeople do, and he saw how much attention he was getting as a delivery specialist, and how many people were reaching out to him about cars, and he just saw how little the salespeople were doing around them, and how easy it was for him to continue to generate leads for people that would message him and ask him about a car. And then he'd have to go to a salesperson. 
and see whatever happened with that. And it wasn't always the greatest. So it seemed to be pretty easy to him to switch over from to, that's his monetization of social media occurred so naturally and so organically because he already had people knocking on his door just because he saw, I mean, like what you're preaching. I mean, I, <clears throat> I would sincerely hope with everything I have that the sales team that's listening to this does at least some of the things you're talking about, because that's literally how Brandon took 30 cars away from every single other salesperson on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, not, not cause of what they were doing, but just because they wouldn't do it and they're just lazy and just didn't want to do it. And Brandon was getting so many people that were messaging him because his content was a consistent and B engaging. Yeah. <clears throat> and then decided that that was just something that they're already met. They already feel like they're familiar with him because they're watching his first person point of view on his walk arounds and stuff. And they already feel like they kind of know him. And then they send him the message, you know, about X, Y, and Z that they saw on his account and he's already delivering the car. So he knew the product knowledge of it. Yeah. So the kid actually went from being, a delivery specialist to being the corporate social media guy for the group that owns them to then back into the Mercedes store to sell cars because he still wanted to be able to, I mean, he should be able to monetize those relationships and he does, and he does a very good job of it. He does. You know, it's funny, uh, you know, although Brandon and I are friends, I would not have known things about Brandon that I know today. I would not have known that he got married. I would not have known he went to the Turks and Caicos. I would have not have known that it snowed there a couple of days ago. Right. But because it's on social media, I know more things. And by the way, there's a couple of vehicles that I wanted from Brandon and I just knew I couldn't because as a friend, it's harder for me to negotiate with him. Right. Although I'm pretty good negotiating. He's That's a friend. A That's a great right? point. I thought that was a really good point you made today. Yeah. I, I'd rather keep him as a friend than try to, you know, shave off five or 10 grand on a unit somewhere. Right. So, um, and, and hundred percent, listen, this is not something that, you know, you're just going to pick up and run and, It'll be done tomorrow. You, you build start. a block. You start. Yeah, you got to start. Yeah, for, nothing happens until you start. We could talk about it next week if you want, right? Yeah. But if you didn't start, we're talking about the same things that we talked about today. Um, let me let me leave. We went way over. That was so Sorry. exciting. Thank you, John, so much for your time. Uh, you know, he volunteered to to do this with me today, and uh, so you know, please. Uh, show some love, but yeah, also anytime. let me do a contest real quick. I was just thinking I'll do a hundred dollar gift card this week on anybody, you know, that sets up their page and just destroys what we just did with John today. And, um, and, and the person who's got the content, the most consistent has already got the ball rolling by Friday. I'm sending you some money. I want to see who does the best. We'll make it a contest. <laughs> who doesn't love money? I mean, Some come on. Yeah. <laughs> I won't try to give it away. <laughs> All, right, right? All right. I'm going to switch gears real quick. And, um, and uh, we're going to, I'm just going to real quick slam in a lesson real quick with you guys. Um, feel free to stay on, John. <laughs> Thanks, John. I appreciate your time, sir. It's awesome. Time. Call me if you need me. I'm always here. Absolutely. Will. Or text me. It's probably even quicker. <laughs> 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 okay so i'm gonna just uh just kind of switch gears real quick and um i got a quick activity for you guys um i want to get to these recorded calls not sure if i'm going to get time for that maybe we'll circle back on that next week but i always say this you know slow everything down i'm talking about giving people a reason to want to do business with you today so um let me just open this up to you guys and you can pop it in the chat if you're in if somebody in the conference rooms in, in charge of chat otherwise um just feel free to call it out 
too. Okay, so I'm in the conversation. Where does this fit in? Where does value and doing business with you? Where does it fit into this conversation? So I'm in the conversation. I'm like, I'm, I'm hitting them up, man. I'm prospecting. Hey, I looked over your current lease. I see it's coming to an end soon. May help you start looking at options. So let me ask you something. I now I'm getting the conversation going. My mission is to engage them, but I got to give them a reason to want to do business with you. So what are the benefits to the buyer in working with you in this scenario? Anybody want to pop out an answer for me? So I'm calling, I'm prospecting. What, what, where am I headed in this conversation? Can I help you start looking at options? What do you bring to the table? Let me hear it. What comes next? Okay, well, don't everybody jump at once, but we haven't heard from Laura. So Laura, tell me, you know, what do you think that the value is when I'm going over a customer's file and I'm proactively contacting them, their lease is coming to an end. I want to show them options. Wh what is it that's going to help them move forward? What do I want to put out there in that scenario that's a value to the customer? We have options available for you that you might not see in any other dealership in a very competitive pricing as well. Okay. We're market price, but more importantly, we have options to show our customers. I'm going to give you another technique that comes to mind for me is that, you know, these are value customers. A lot of times when we have lease customers are already our customers. And so when I'm calling them ahead, I want them to know that the inventory has been rather tight, you know, and we thought about them because we have, we have the most inventory we've seen in two years on the ground. If we can pull them out and get them landed into a unit without them having to fish for it, hunt for it, wait for it, that's a value to the consumer. Me trying to do them a solid and getting ahead of, you know, the inventory challenges that we face. So this is the most inventory we've had. Look, you've been a value customer. You bought like, you know, you've leased your last car from us. We don't want to lose your business, but we also know that we don't want to wait till the 11th hour. And then we, we, we we're, you know, you're coming up short. That's why I'm calling today because I want to make sure you don't come up short and that we plan, you know, an appropriately uh, to, in case we have to order. And in case we have to order, we're barely going to make it because most, you know, most of these orders are taking six months plus plus we're six months out before your term ends. I just, again, thinking on the terms of what are we doing for people? You know, when I call you and I'm trying to put a deal together, I need to bring something to the table with them, with them, what's in it for the customer. Okay, thank you, Laura. Um, okay, so next, uh, let me, Haley, I see you're coming in for a service appointment on Tuesday. I'm hitting up our service appointments right now. By the way, don't, Mark, what happened to that customer I gave you? Uh, I reached out to them, but I didn't get any, I didn't get uh, any response. Yeah, they kind of send them an email text. I did all the, the three bases, but okay. it definitely looked like a hot one. You know, I'm going to keep on yeah. it. Definitely. Yeah, okay, okay, good. No, I was telling Mark, because I, I I got went through your service appointments that were coming in. I just hit up the first one, and I just started looking at the past deal, and I was looking at the equity in their car and how much they were driving, and I'm like, dude, Mark, this is a this is one. This this one, you could, this is definitely a customer we could transition and keep. Anyway, um, so Haley, I, I see you coming in for a service appointment on Tuesday at nine. I want to invite you to take advantage of a complimentary market assessment while your car is in our shop. Tell me, where are you headed in this conversation that's a value to the customer well biggest thing being since they are a client of ours we have all of their information in the system so we can take a look and go hey are you out of warranty what are your miles looking like and we can even check to see you know what specs do they have on the vehicle so hey you know how are you liking your vehicle 
do you use such and such features? You know, what features do you, you know, find yourself using the most? And ultimately, you know, just because they are a loyal client of ours, we want to go out of our way to make sure that they're taken care of. What's in it for me to get a complimentary market assessment from you on the car? What's in it for me? That way you know where your vehicle stands in the market. Okay. What's a, benefit to me? What's a benefit to me to know the value of my vehicle? Well, depending on, you know, what your payoff is, you could have equity in it, like, um, you know, depending on what year your vehicle is, we could have a refresh. So, I mean, biggest benefit being you get into a new car with better features, you know, and depending on, you know, what it looks like, it could be, you know, same payment or around there. Um, and I'm, I'm going to let anybody else, you know, um, who wants to jump in on this, Eric Mason, you know, Mark, if you want to jump in on Laura, uh, for me, I, I have to, when I call people, I have to bring something of value to the table. So yes, we can give them a market assessment on their vehicle, but why do they want to know that some people's values of the vehicle have gone up. Some people need to know where their car stands because they're going to be in the market in the next year. I noticed you've been buying cars every three years. So this is probably in the next year going to be a window where you start looking. Do you know what's going on in the market? You know, that's impacting your vehicle value. Let's find out so that way you can plan ahead. You know where your vehicle stands. And then that way you don't have any surprises in this next year when you start researching. I just want to get the party started. That's all. I'm not trying to necessarily put a deal together right now, but I like some of the questions you gave me, Haley, because you were like, hey, are you, you know, what are the features that you were using? Or for me, I like to, she said, how are you doing on your miles? Um, I would ask the question, are you enjoying your vehicle? Is it living up to all your expectations? Well, while you're here, let me get you a value. Our customers' values of the vehicles have changed drastically this past year. It'll be good for you just to know where your vehicle stands because we know you buy every three years. And then this next year, I know you're going to be probably starting to do some research and it'll be good to know so you don't have any surprises of where your vehicle stands. You know, I need to bring something of value to the table. Anybody else want to chime in on that one? That's pretty good. It also tax on top of being transparent. Like that's that's what all dealers are trying to be more this in this market is transparent. And so it just lets them know. So when they come in a year from now, they're not confused why their vehicle isn't worth a certain amount. So we're telling them now it's worth this, but it you know probably worth that in a year, but at least you know where it stands currently. So if you maybe are ready to move a little sooner than you normally are, you know, we'd love to help you and escalate that and, and get the ball rolling for you. That's really our job is to get them like ignited. You know what I'm saying? Like get the fire lit. <laughs> that way they start asking questions. And once they start asking questions or showing an interest, and now, you know, we know of what we bring to the table. And of course, we already know our prospecting questions right now. You know, we're trying to poke around and see, you know, what we can do for them. Like I, I take the pressure off in that example. I'm like, oh, I know you why every three years, like in the next year, you're going to start redoing your research. But, you know, I want to make sure you you don't have any surprises. You know where your vehicle stands. You know what to expect. You know, hey, have you heard about the trip short or how it's impacting availability? Hey, heads up this next year. Be prepared. You need to get ahead of it. Start six months ahead, you know. And, and then that way, again, we have a reason to call that's a value. We're doing them a solid. Mark, that manager activity on the screen is for you. Um, so you can keep the torch lit. I would really like to see you guys um, having more conversations about 
you know, how are we going to proactively go after people? Because when you get that site up and you start driving your own leads, again, always remembering, you know, why we're in this equation, what we bring to the table. Um, so real quick, uh, I'm looking for you guys. You guys can chat this in. Um, you can say it out loud. I'll call on some of you, but tell me a feature with a buyer benefit. My friends, my recommendation to you, and this is your takeaway for our class today, is that anytime you bring something to the table, a value to the consumer, a feature in doing business with you or the store or you know, even just the brand, I, there has to be a reason why you're telling me this. You know, I'll give you this quick example. Sometimes people will say, oh, we're family owned and operated. And I'm like, yes, yeah, so what? What's that have to do with me? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you wasting my time? What's in it for me? to So, you know, but if I have a buyer benefit behind it, and this is what I'm going to ask you to do in just a moment, give me a feature with a buyer benefit. You know, we're family owned, but the only reason why I tell you that is we're a staple in this community. We throw events every, all throughout the year designed to in, invest back in our community. And just so you know, every when you buy from us, a percentage of every single car deal goes back to one of these 10 foundations. Uh, we're always giving back to our community. So you'll be a part of that family as well. I'm just saying there has to be something in it for the customer. So tell me, okay, and um, and maybe we can start with Eric. You know, tell me a feature with a buyer benefit in doing business with you, my friend, just you. I'd probably say um, because of me, because how long I've been here, because that's a value right there. Let's hear it. How, what would it sound like? I mean, I basically just tell you, be like, you know, I mean, you know, I've, I've been with this company for the Germains for almost 12 years, and I, I, I know what's going on in the market, and I can see and I can tell you how to buy a car, when to buy a car, you know, and not just try to just, I'm here to sell you a car, but like, hey, also to be a friend to you. And if you need anything, even if you don't buy a car from me, I'm here to answer any question that you have. If you're looking at a Benz at another Benz store, call me. I have no problem. Text me. Email me. I will send you build sheets. I will send you all oh, oh, car faxes for you. You know, you're just being a friend to them because then when they think of a Mercedes, they'll be like, Eric Gray. Okay, I'm going to call him, you know, because he was true to me and he said, if I ever need anything, to call him. You know, I called the last salesperson and they didn't answer. You're helpful. Okay, so I'm going to tie this back to one other thing that I'm going to add. First off, if you worked in the with the brand for 12 years, I know all the product changes, and I, I and it just saves you time. You know, not only that, but I have access to all the vehicle inventory in the state nationwide. That's going to save you time. But I think most importantly, you have a person who's passionate and and also very knowledgeable about the brand. And I think for all of for for all for all of us, we want to talk to somebody who knows knows what the heck they're talking about. And so when you say 12 years, I have 12 years of product knowledge. And not only that, but I've been with the same company because it's important to me that I take care of customers. I'm not going anywhere. I want to help you, but I also want to make you, I want to make this easy for you. And I'm going to go back to what John mentioned earlier today, um, which was time. 
you know, I say this all the time. Time is the thing that people can't get back, but time is the thing that we can save. And I've never been a discounter. I never want to be a person discounting. What I would like to do is find a way to save them more time. People that know the product and have been in the dealership for that long, know the people, know the paperwork, know everything to streamline a car deal. And I would challenge you because I bet you can put a car deal together in an hour or less at this point. As I said, am I right? I bet you take cars out to customers all day long because service is your priority. And so if I'm going to tie back to 12 years, what does that mean? You know, you know things, but you also know how to make it easy and time efficient for people. Uh, I don't ever want to lose sight of what you guys bring to the table, you know, because everybody brings something different to the table. So um, let me let me let, let me just put this one back on uh, Mason. So oh wait, did Mason leave? Mm -hmm. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Well, how about Haley? Um, so a buy a feature with a buyer benefit in choosing your store, what would you pick? Yeah. I mean, I would just say that, you know, we have a great team on hand here. It's not just going to be me who's that you're going to get a great experience with, you know, my team lead Robert's on hand here as well. Um, you know, we really just want to make sure that we are taking care of you and that we don't miss anything. Okay. What's the benefit to the customer? These are features, but what's in it for me? What what do I get? I mean, you get a great experience uh, that you're not going to get elsewhere. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. What does that mean? That we're going to make it easy for you, and we're going to go out of our way to make sure that you're taken care of, and you know you get you know what you're looking for. Okay. So, and, and again, you know, thank you for that, because I think there's pieces to this that are so imperative at reminding people of why they choose your store. So by the way, um, tell me something like about the store that you're proud of, you know, something that something you guys have achieved together, something that's like really makes Jermaine Mercedes of Easton stand out. What would that one thing be? Uh, so well, silver Laurel that we won back in 2021. What does that mean? best of the best of, of Mercedes. Tell me again, you know, the reason why I'm drilling down is because I'm still unclear. And if I'm, if I don't see you and I can't, I, I'm trying to understand your words, but like you guys live this world every day. And actually this is kind of part of my point too, is sometimes we underestimate our, how we're presenting ourselves when we're talking to customers remotely on text messages, you guys do a ton of texts and it's so hard for people to get that message, you know, about what's in it for them. So when you win an award, you know, Lord, I don't know what that means. What'd you do for that award? And how does that impact the customer experience? Right. So, yeah, I mean, basically it's, you know, uh, Mercedes has, you know, standards in place in order to get the award. Um, so based on service, sales, you know, after the client takes the vehicle home um, and, and things like that. So not every dealership gets that. And it's very um you know, rare that, you know, dealerships do. Um, so it just takes, you know, our dealership as a whole and that no matter where you're at in the process, uh, you're going to get a great experience. 
Okay. So, and then, and I hope that you're taking away some of the pieces here too, because again, the real challenge is what's in it for me. You know, we could feature people to death all day long, throw down a million features, but if they're like, you're killing me, you know, like, why do I care about these things? That's the piece we want to connect for them in the puzzle. And so whatever this award is and what, the, and what you guys had to work for it as a team, you guys had to meet certain very high level excellent standards. And it's a very prestigious award that very few dealers actually achieve because we focus every day on the client experience and in making sure that everything is easy, it's convenient, it's fun, and it saves them time. This is what we're known for. You know, I also would challenge you to look at your reviews, your online reviews, and mention some of these things as to why people do business with you. I know we're going over a little bit, but this is the takeaway. Whenever you identify something that's of value to the consumer and why they do business with you or the store or even the brand, and Mark, I'll let you guys do the brand one on this next screen. You can scrap, you can grab it real quick. Um, you know, ap after in between uh, classes this week, but I just want to point out this is that, you know, you, you've got to show them what's in it for them. And for me, I always tie it back to service. I always tie it back to time savings. I always tie it back to, um, you know, why people have chosen you, why you guys have achieved the level of success that you have. You know, so when I, the store I had before you, you know, they're number three in the nation for their brand. I tell them in the last call, every time you talk to a customer, you need to let them know, you know, cause they're shopping you amongst other dealerships. You need to let them know. We're number three in the nation for a reason, people, because we're competitive, because we make sure that our customer experiences are tight. We have a whole leadership team overseeing all of our visits. We make sure we schedule the right people for all of our client reservations to be sure that we save you time. And so then that way we're never wasting your time and everything is fun, enjoyable, and easy. Do you know what I mean? Like what's in it for that customer? Anyways, I'm yapping away. Um, I'm going over in time and I want to respect yours. So uh, we'll circle back on some of this value stuff next week. John, thank you so much. That was awesome. Yeah, I sure. Thanks again, John. That was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, anytime. anytime. <laughs> Glad I could help. Glad I could help. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. That's all for today. Thanks, Thanks so Thanks, John. Have a good day. Adiós. See ya. Bye.